Bandwidth for all shows on the Aussie Tech Heads network is supplied by Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting. For a fast, affordable and reliable Australian server with fantastic support, contact Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting at aussietechheads.com.au. Aussie Tech Heads, Australia's best hosting service. Welcome this week to Aussie Techheads. Another great week because the sun is shining, the, we are breathing the air, so it's a, always a great week when we are alive and well. That's another episode, as I said, and it is windy because there's, we've got Cyclone Marsha coming on. Uh, apparently, it's going to cross. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I know. It's, <laughs> it's going to cross the Gold Coast uh, early in the morning. So I've been out. I've, uh, I've I've tied down the trampoline. I've put the chairs away. But we'll see. There's always, you know, conjecture about how serious. Tell you what. Are. Tell you what, mate. If you want your um, if you want a new car, put it on on top of the trampoline and just let let it loose. Let it go, you reckon? Yeah. Yes. We might give that a shot, but yeah, apparently it's category going to cross the coast at about a well, it's category three now, and when it crosses, oh no, the, it's just been upgraded, category five, my friend. Who? So that, what does it go up to? Two hundred. Uh, I think <laughs> I think it goes up to five, mate. You're done. Yeah, we're we're toast. But as I was just saying to Kim, you know, I said like when I was growing up. You know, there was there was cyclones every year, nothing to worry about, and mm-hmm. all the houses starting to be built with you know the cyclone so, cyclone rods inside of them and everything, mm-hmm. and, and then we never needed them. There's no cyclones. I haven't had a, I haven't seen a cyclone as bad as it used to be. So maybe we're in for some more of that sort of treatment. Who knows? But it'll be interesting. We'll see how we go. So as you know, we record the show Thursday night. So we'll see if we're here next week. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, let's, um, let's uh, what do we got to get through first? Oh, yes, uh, thanks to athwebhosting.com.au. Any shared hosting services that you need, jump onto that website and jump a few, uh, jump into some of them because they're, they're good. Their Australian servers are on Australian soil, so it's all, it's all nice and pingy fast and all that sort of stuff. And also, scopeiteducation.com.au. More about them later. All right, now let's, you've already, we've already heard from Eric. How you been, Eric? We haven't seen you for a couple of weeks. Hello, gentlemen. It's been about four or five, I think. You've been you've been hooty tooting around off the. I've been tooting around all over the place. <laughs> you have, haven't you? Yeah, uh, well, I think overseas trips. Oh, you love it, don't you? You're loving it. I'd, I'd love a good overseas trip. <laughs> you do. All Quick right. One. Yep. Oh, that's good. So you're back in back into the work thing, all that sort I'm of stuff. I'm back into the work. I was back into the land of the of the real on the seventh of February. So that's what just over a week and a half ago. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, good stuff. All right, and then uh, where's oh, the, over there, Shane? How you going, Shane? You're a bit oh, you're huge. How you doing? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm huge. Oh, you stuffed me up. Hey, let me let me fix that. Yeah, that's better. That's better. Yeah, Shane. Uh, he, when I switched to him, he had the zoom on his camera too much. He just wanted to show those pecs off. We've got you, buddy. Crop the picture too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're huge, Shane. Huge. Sit down now. All right. <laughs> Let's get on with some stories, eh? Yeah, Daryl Eastlake, huge, just huge. How is Daryl Eastlake going? Oh, that, I think that poor bloke, he's dying of Parkinson's. Yeah, I, th- I heard he wasn't too good. I don't know. I hadn't heard anything from him from, eight, from, him from ages. But, uh, he, was a, he was a legend. 
Yeah, oh, I used to love his State of Origin calls. Oh, oh I know. How good was he? Anyway, we're off the mark here. Yeah. I'll give you an update on him in a minute. All right, good. All right, well, uh, what else have we got to talk about before we get into some stories? Nothing much. Uh, oh, I subscribed to... I, I increased my iCloud allowance. You uh, did? I spent $1.29 a month. How's that? Uh, oh, don't. Just calm down. <laughs> I know. I got, I got a bit excited. But tell me, uh, I don't know, have, do you subscribe to iCloud? To increase your... Uh, no, I, well... As part of my, you know, my I've got a, a, a yeah, what's called uh, a me account gives me five gigs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're talking about you've subscribed to over and above the five gigs. Yes. Well, I've been getting pretty much sick and tired of, you know, backing up the iPhone to the computer, just having only having to turn around and delete that backup because I've run out of space on Drive C. So because I've only got a little SSD and you can't change the 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 backup. Drive or or spot. Yeah, so, as long as you, you as long as you t- um, only make it back up when you're on Wi-Fi. Otherwise, you're going to ch- chew through data. Yeah. So anyway, I thought. Well, listen, I'm going to back it up to the cloud. You know. So I'm going to. I want all my apps. I want all my settings. I want everything. So I want it all backed up to the cloud. I don't have to do it to the PC. But uh, I'm not sure. I, I've got to look into it. I don't even know how if I'm doing it right because it's saying the backup is like 800 meg, and then when I look on iTunes, I've got you know like. Uh, like I've got, I've used fifteen gig of the phone. Oh, no, 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 what it doesn't, it doesn't back up. It backs up mainly all your settings. Right. Right. So, for example, if you want to restore it, you've got to plug it into iTunes. Yeah. Then you press restore, and it says restore from cloud, and you say yes, and it, mm. then you pick which one because yes. it's all it's all date stamped. You pick which one, and it brings everything into your phone. Right, all your settings, all your apps, exactly where they were. Right. Um, and everything like that. Then, then, um, it and that does it. See what it does. Like, uh, how do I explain? So you plug it into your your computer, right? And it's got it's like got like an image. Yeah. Of your your apps and the order they're in and what songs you've got and yes. movies or podcasts or whatever. What, yep. And that's that's what it is. it's taking an image. But when you plug it into your um, computer and you say restore. It then just drags all those apps and everything over the cloud via your computer back into your phone. Because the thing was, when I backed up to the computer, now if you don't, if you didn't transfer the apps from your phone to the computer, when you restored the phone, yes, the settings came back, but the apps didn't. You had to re-download the apps. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I well, don't if want you to do it this way, if you back it, it'll back up exactly what's on the phone. And it'll restore from a phone backup on the cloud. Yeah. Right. And it's got an image of where all the apps are. Mm. Like I said, blah blah blah. But it's not. Is that not physically holding your apps or songs in the cloud? It's, it's not physically doing that. It just draws it from. It's just like he wants it back. He wants to update this. This is where yep. it's got to go. I want to grab it from the app store now. We right. And it'll just and it'll just grab everything from the app store and put it back on your phone. So so then what you're saying is that you will get, say, the latest app download if you restored yes. six months later and there's a few updates. Uh, sometimes, no. Sometimes you'll download everything as it last was, right. and that might mean it hasn't been updated. Then you'll have okay. to just go through and do an update. Right. Okay, so I, I can get that. So, okay, I can handle it's that. It's pretty easy. Mm. It's easy. Because, it's really simple. Yeah, because like, I, I had a couple. I've got an issue with my phone, uh, which, and it doesn't charge properly. And so I went and saw the Apple people the other day, and I wanted to be ready just in case they, I had to get a new Why does it charge? It, uh, it won't charge properly from power when it's dead flat. And then even when I've plugged it into USB, like it's been plugged in today, and then I noticed that it's either really, really slow or that it just stops charging and goes... On, hang on. That's, this is when it's on your... Um, it's probably your cable, mate. 
Oh, I've got a couple of cables hanging around. I've been trying different cables. I've done. Are they Apple cables? Not dodgy uh, eBay ones. Well, I don't know which one is the proper Apple cable. Well, see, that's the other thing. Don't use a dodgy cable because if you've got a power surge, because Apple, the early Apple cables that you buy, you know, that they charge your phone, they look pretty simple, yeah. and they're bloody expensive to buy, right? To get them when you buy them. Yeah. But the reason they're they're expensive is if there's a power surge, they've got they've got um, built-in uh, what you call it surges Tri- protectors. Surge, surge protectors. Yeah. Right. So if you if you if you if you've got that plugged in. And it's a dodgy five dollar eBay one. It'll burn your phone. Right, right. And you know that? Remember that 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 poor girl who killed it, who dropped yeah. the phone into the bath? Yes. Right in Russia. Yes, yes. Well, she was using a dodgy cable. If that was an Apple cable, it would have tripped a switch, and it wouldn't. Nothing would have happened. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. So well, don't use dodgy cables. Yeah. Well, anyway, they clean. He, he took it away. Cleaned the little thing out. He said sometimes lint gets in there. I think I spoke about this last week, so I won't go too much into it. But I, I wanted to just you know have a backup. I, just, I didn't want to download apps. I just wanted to plug and say another phone in and have it all just smick out. I didn't want any dramas. But anyway, we're talking about Apple. Uh, yeah, I think we spoke about this on the Aussie Max Zone this week. But anyway, I thought it was of enough interest to to say it again. But uh, Apple's Johnny Ive has been interviewed at the New Yorker this week. So if you're interested in that, I don't know if you can get that online or not. Probably have to yeah, subscribe. Yeah, I read that the other day. It's pretty good. Oh, can you get it for free? Yeah. yeah. That's all right. That's good. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, New Yorker, go and have a look at it. Go and have a read of it. He goes into some detail about Apple's redesigning of all the Apple stores, probably moving away from the, I don't know, the, the sterile environment, probably getting more towards a more luxurious well, I heard that they were going to do revamps because of the watches. That's right. Yes, right. That's probably right. So they have to make it look a little bit different right. for the watches. I don't think it'll be a huge change because otherwise it'll turn people off. Mm. It has to be something familiar that people still recognize. Go, oh, yeah, there's an Apple store there. I feel good there. I'll do that. So I reckon it might be they might do a slight change to the furniture possibly yep. or uh, maybe the color of the furniture. Possibly, yeah. Okay. You know they'll get away from the beechwood colour. Yes. Which is a little bit, uh, you know, let's face it, it's a bit early two thousands that sort of stuff. Yeah. Oh well, they they might uh, they might just up the ante a bit. Uh, do you reckon change the shirts? Maybe they'll make the guys wear collared shirts. They're going to wear <laughs> Samsung shirts. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> but and yeah. then they'll know what it's like for people not to come into the store and talk to them. <laughs> So, but it looks like it's going to be, I don't know, a bit of a change. And one of the other things that Johnny Ive was going on about or, or, or some information that probably uh, you didn't really know too much was he had some input into the three-prong lightsabers from Star Wars. The oh, Force yes, Awakens. very good. Yeah, so he's everywhere. He is everywhere. That's why he's Sir Johnny Ive. Yeah, Sir Johnny Ive. The yes. thing that I noticed out of that interview was um, a couple of things, actually. He wanted the iPad to be released before the phone, and he got that's overruled true. by Jobsy. Yeah, that's true. And um, there was something else. Oh, yeah, and when Jobsy came back, he apparently had his um, resignation all written up because he thought that you know, he was going to be replaced by some other um, head design guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah <laughs> oh. that's right. But they clicked straight away. What hmm. I heard about the Jobsy thing, because I think it's in his book, that they were actually going towards releasing an iPad first. They both were, like Ives and Jobs, you were right on that. I think it was, it's in his book, I think. And um, for some reason, you know, Shane, you're right, Steve Jobs put the mocker on it. But they, he gave a reason in the book why. 
I think the reason that they, and I'm not sure on this, don't quote me, but I think in the, in the book they said that um, he had a gut feeling that the market wasn't quite ready yet. Right. For, for, a big, for a big tablet. So they thought, well, let's bring the phone out because it's like an introduction to tablets. Yep. And then, then we'll build it up from there. It was something along those lines. And I think Jobs read that pretty well, I think. Yeah, I think so. Like, well, obviously, yeah, we know that was, the phone was a big success. Yeah, sorry, Shane. I was going to say, the article um, puts it in a way that he wanted the phone out first because there was already phones out there and people were familiar with the kind of form factor. Yep. Whereas, you know, going to a tablet... Um, first, then yeah, yeah it would have been a too too much of a change for people. Mm. That's true. That's true. And also, too, remember he had the ghost of the Newton past to deal with. Yeah. What's that? Remember the Apple Newton, the first oh, tablet okay, that they yeah. brought out. Right. <laughs> right. Ghost of Newton past. <laughs> oh, you don't want to get Newton on your offside, do you? All right, now you got a little phone story, Eric. While we're talking about phones, it looks like Apple's got a, 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 an old rival. Hold the hold the <laughs> presses, everyone. <laughs> Hang on, I'll get, get it up here. Hold the presses. In Japan. Now, I have to put on my old, my, you know, the old radio voice. In Japan, uh, old flip phones are apparently, I don't know if this is a joke or not, are apparently the iPhone's newest rival. Are flip phones making comeback? Question mark. The iPhone has been killing it in Japan lately. Apple's smartphone market share in the tech-obsessed country is continuing to dominate year over year even though the company had a hard time giving out our iPhones just five years ago. Now, it keeps going down. It says, shipments of traditional flip phones in Japan rose for the first time in seven years in 2014, while smartphone shipments fell. There you go. I don't understand. No. Well, what, do you think it's because they're more robust or they, they've been watching... Well, you remember the Motorola flip phones, those really skinny ones? Everyone had them. Yeah. Right, yep. really tiny. You could shove them in your pocket. You could drop it down the toilet. You could run over it. You could, you know, do what you wanted to. You could pretty much abuse it, and it just kept, kept going. going. Well, maybe the they, maybe they were very robust. Maybe Japan's just uh, started watching Breaking Bad or something. You know, because mm. you know they love, they love the burners. They love just snapping them, don't they? Throw them in the bin, you know. Well, that could see they're very fashion obsessed. Japan, very. Yeah, they're always doing what's the latest trend, you know, and maybe. You're right. They've seen a show like Breaking Bad. Oh, look at all these people with a fire with a phone. Have you caught so, up? Have you caught up with uh, Better Call Saul yet? No, I haven't. Have you signed up with Stan? Oh, I got the first thirty day free thing going. You know what I didn't like? I went there. Oh, okay, I'll sign up. And they want my credit card. I said, nah. Yeah. Not getting my credit card. Yeah. Look, they got mine. I've, I've got a little diary note to cancel it. Yeah. And if I don't like it, I'll. I'll if I see, I work on a different premise. If I like it. I'll sign up. If I yep. don't like it, I'm not giving you my credit card. Yeah, well, you know, how do you know if you're going to like it or not? Well, this is the thing. They should give me an option for trial without asking for my credit card. Yeah, I think it's just a sneaky way. Look, how many people... It's a sneaky way because people forget. Yeah, and look, to be honest, I think I might have forgotten my first month. I think I've, I've missed it. There you go. But, my theory was correct. But so, so I've given them 10 bucks. But look, I've been watching the Better Call Souls. I've, I've watched a few reruns of 40 Towers. God love that What about, uh, where are you watching or not? The Apple TV. Oh, you are. You can stream it to Apple TV, can you? Yeah. You from where? From your iPad or your computer? Oh, the iPhone. Oh, from yep. the iPhone. Yeah. But you oh, weren't. They got, have they got a stand app? Yeah. Oh, yeah. they have. Yeah. App stand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they. Uh, you weren't here last week, but uh, no. Presto, don't have an yes. iPhone app. 
It's iPad. So what do they have? They just got to sort of like get a tin can and a couple of bits of string and listen to it. No, it's iPad only, or, oh, or computer. Oh, it's retarded. Now tell me something. It's retarded. Um, what's the resolution like when you're sending it from your phone to the TV? Oh, it's beautiful HD. It's a, it is HD. Yeah. Fix up your phone resolution, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's HD. It's good. Yeah. So, that's... so it does scale. Because yeah. you know the resolution on your phone is a lot different. Well, you're you're not mirroring. You're you're sending it. Oh, you're sending. Yeah, okay. to, to airplay. So it's like watching a, a three gig HD. Yeah. Movie on your phone, it'll just send the exact same quality on a larger scale to your well, TV. Well, I think if you if you send it through your Apple TV, well, yeah, it just knows what to do. It just scales it. It's just HD. It's beautiful. I read somewhere that they're going to um, put the, uh, the App Stand app on the Apple TV itself. Well, 10 Play is on the Apple TV now. Yes, I had a look at that the other day, and it's garbage. It's good. I love it. Why is it garbage? Oh, really? Yeah, why? Like, you know what I didn't like? You go to fast-forward the ads, like what you yeah. do, and the screen goes black, so you can't see where the ad finishes. Are you on the app or on the, you're on the iPhone? No, I'm on the Apple TV app for 10 Play. Yeah, I don't get any black screens. Yeah, well, maybe maybe it's just I, me. I, could, I be get, my, could be my TV. I get. I, I know it's hard to fast forward because it does sometimes go a little bit fast, and there's not many ads on the on that service. But they they if you try and stream the ten play from the phone to the Apple TV, yeah, it's rubbish. It's rubbish. Okay. Absolute rubbish. You best okay. to, you've got to use the Apple the Apple TV app. But okay. anyway, well, I use it. I mean, the resolution was okay. Yeah, it's not great. a problem. A bit mean, of buffering. Not not as good as the obviously their server isn't as robust as the oh, Apple servers. I don't get no buffering. I, w- I watch uh, the celebrity get me out of here. I've watched Neighbours. I've watched the Project. I haven't had buffering yeah, at all. Not, not bad. Not once. Well, maybe you not don't once. have um, three kids here downloading five hundred gigabytes a week. Yeah. So maybe that's what. Well, you want to have a talk talk to Shane. He was just telling me about how he just bought a new modem. And he's he's put his MAC addresses in it all, so he can can control times and downloads. Isn't that right, Shane? You were controlling yes, everything. You're yes, the controller. Yeah, and I bought a um, yeah, bought a Draytech, and I was hoping it had user um, control or user management, but it's got what they call objects, and you basically assign MAC addresses or create MAC addresses as objects, and then group them together like kids, adults, kind of thing. Right. And then you can put like firewall rules in, and then you can schedule it so you can like have the at ten o'clock at night the internet goes off for the kids stuff, but it keeps going for us, and it comes and back the, on at seven o'clock. And the board kicks in at ten o five. The 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 port or the the porn? Oh, the port. Of course, I said yeah. port. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so that's all right. So maybe, Eric, you should employ something like that. Yeah, look, I might do that. We'll see yeah. what happens. But you've got two connections coming into your join, haven't you? I have got two connections, yeah. Yeah. So two, what... ca- two cable connections. I'm, not, I'm spoiled for choice, I think. <laughs> you are. You must do some downloads. What are they, two, 200 gigas or two 500 gigas? One five, one two. Yeah, nice. Do they, does Telstra give you any bloody discount for being a nerd? <laughs> 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 There's no, there's no nerd no, discount. There's no nerd discount. I think I've got to have a neck beard first. Right. Okay. All right. Well, well while we've, well, we're still with Apple, uh, Apple apparently has been granted a patent. And how's this? For a virtual reality device. Well, mm-hmm. now, that's interesting. So, granted by the US Patent and Trademark Office, entitled he- Head-Mounted Display Apparatus for Retaining a Portable Electronic Device with Display. Uh-huh. 
head mounted. All right. Yep. So what the go is? So that, what you? It's, it's Google Glass. No, because you've got to slide your iPhone into it. So. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Hang on a minute. Hang on. Hang on. Where's my camera? All right. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah, that's it. You've got one already. I've got one already. It's free. Look, hang on. I'll just, there's my glasses. Hang on a sec. (laughs) Apple idiots. What are you doing? Well, see, what's happened was this was applied for in 2008. You know, back probably when all this. Before all this stuff was ever thought of. Oh, you know what it is. It's meant for a flip phone to fit in there. <laughs> it could be. could be. It sounds uh, like you might think it sounds familiar to the Samsung Gear and the LG's uh, version of their virtual reality thing. But the Apple patent has been approved. So when it was initially filed in 2008, the Samsung and the LG weren't around. So, you know, maybe Apple was thinking about what's going on in the future. So uh, yeah, that's, that's it. I'd, I'd love to know what they're thinking there. Love to know what they're thinking. I'm thinking that because of a good segue here, because of what they're doing with um, the car, Mm. that they're trying to develop maybe a heads-up display, and this might be like part of it. The the beginnings of let's see how this goes, and maybe we can sort of make this a head-up display, so it sort of puts the you know the display on your on your in front of you in a in a three in a virtual hologram type thing. Yeah, look, I don't know. I just think that I think look, I'm probably with you. I think it's, it's a bit of a silly idea. Like, you, when you put like a screen up that close to your face, weren't you told? I can't see. Weren't you told when you was a kid that you know you watch the TV too close, you go get blind and go get glasses? Well, there's there's oh. two there's two ways you can go blind as a kid. That's one of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and there's, there's also another well known. There's way. another one. Yeah. So that's that that. But you were talking about the car. What's yes? You you got some info about the car? Well, they they are. I've, let me just scroll down to my notes. So this is the Apple car, apparently Apple in car. in Apple's um, electric car dreams may bring bring Detroit nightmares. Here's a Bloomberg article. Go to the show notes and uh, read it there. I'm not going to read it all now. It came from Bloomberg, um, but I'll just read the summary bits. That they're basically it's a more of an economic statement. They're saying that if Apple pulls this off the yeah. way it tends to pull everything else off that Detroit are going to be in trouble basically yeah, um, yeah. they do have 178 billion dollars in cash in the bank which is 200 billion Aussie mm. Mm. so that's not bad they could pay off our national debt or 90% of it yeah it's crazy isn't it um, so that'll be interesting I don't think I'll I'm, I'm not a I'm not a fan of you know, for, I won't buy their watch. Well, you know, I, I I had second thoughts about the watch until yes. I, I did Aussie Max Zone last this right. week. But I thought, yes, because I was looking at the Fitbit, what, 200 bucks? And I thought, you know, that could be good. I might get one of those. And then yeah. I thought, well, hang on. I might wait for the Apple Watch. Rumor See to what do, they come in at. Yeah, yeah rumoured to do the same thing. They'll probably be another, Oh, they will. They'll do exactly the same thing. Yeah, so rumoured to be like, you throw another 100 at it. So you got yep. spend 300, get the Apple Watch. Get the get the pat on the back. Get the prestige. Get the looks in the street. You know, and you get got it the, stolen. <laughs> you, got, you got this Apple Watch, and I thought I might wait for that. But then the guys on the Aussie Mac Zone were saying that uh, that Apple, the, all the functionality of the health functions, might have to be uh, squashed for the time being because they weren't working properly. 
But we well, they're to, working on the phone. Yeah, so we'll have to wait until it's it's announced. Well, I think it's it been announced. Look, I'm not a. I won't. It's not. I won't. It's not. I won't not. I won't not. I won't buy one. Not because um, I don't like watches. It's just that I like. I don't like those types of watches. I like yeah. traditional watches. The hands. Know, like the, these these things, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. And look, I'm not saying it's not a good thing. And if other people want to buy it, great. Good for them. Uh, it's not waterproof, which is an issue for me because uh, I don't take my watch off. I swim with it. I shower with it. I, I never take it off. And I don't want to muck around with, oh, I better take it off. You know, we we'll have to blah. take it off to charge it. Every, and you've got the charging issue as well. Mm. So, look, but look, nevertheless, it's for, for a lot of people, it's going to be the right thing. And that's fine. Yeah. So uh, I think we'll wait. And I feel the same way about their cars because I'm a bit of a traditionalist with cars as well. Not that I wouldn't buy an electric car. I'd buy an electric, I'd buy a Tesla in a, in a heartbeat. You know, I tell you what: if they bring in a car that looks like a Tesla, I'm there, mm. no problem. Yeah. If they bring out a car that looks like a Prius, I'm going to punch someone in the throat. <laughs> a Fiesta. A Fiesta. <laughs> Imagine the Apple Fiesta. La 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 la. <laughs> yeah. So look, that's going to be interesting. I hope they do do one. I think it'll be good. Mm. Um, and they're already sort of leading in that direction with their CarPlay software. Yeah, that uh, and you've seen that in my notes. There, go around to the bottom of the show notes, and uh, all the you know we've got Ferrari, Audi, uh, Alfa Romeo, Audi, BMW, who's that? Um, Chrysler, uh, Citroen, Honda, Hyundai, Jeep, Maserati, Jeep, Kia, Kia Mazda, Mer- Mercedes, they're all of them. Yeah, they've got Subaru. Yeah, yeah they're all from, there. From 2014 onwards, they do offer it in. Some of their models, like the high, their 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 expense, more expensive models. What's the main thrust of CarPlay? What's it going to do for you? Well, if you scroll down to the pictures, you'll see what it is. There's a little, there's a little hidden in a Merc. There's a little hidden thing in the center console that you just plug your phone into, right? Just click. Like remember the old style cradles? Yeah, yeah. The CarPlay. It'll be one of those. It just clicks in there, and automatically, what it does, it mirrors your phone onto the dash. Right. Right, so it looks like a, um, it looks like a proper, you know, nav system that you yeah. see in cars. But this time it's your phone with all the buttons on yeah. it. You, it's got the swipe capability. It's a touchscreen, blah mm. blah blah. Yep. So it's got all that on it. Yeah, it looks. And, like... and it does replace your. It will replace your. Um, the stereo radio. The stereo. Everything mm. will be there. Right, so you can listen to the radio through here because you got the, that that. Um, that radio app, what's it called? Yeah, ra- everyone, everyone's got. I can't remember. Tune in radio. Tune in radio. Yep. So you can listen to the radio through that. You can play your podcast. You can watch. You can watch your YouTube videos. You can got your maps on there. So it replaces a traditional center console of a car that's got radio, blah blah blah, TV, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, right. Well, it's, that's it's, it's basically it's like it's like your phone. You're sending it to. Your Apple TV onto yeah. your, onto your uh, well, I've TV. Got, I've got a Bluetooth uh, radio in my car, so I can send stuff to it and play. Yes, it. I can do that too. I can send it radio-wise, but no video. No. This will send everything. Yeah, right. It'll be a complete. It'll be a complete relay, just like at home when you're sending, you know, app stand to your TV. Yes. Can you get uh, when you when you jump in your car with the Apple iPhone? The, so the iPhone automatically switches to the radio. Um, like, and pairs to the to your radio. Yeah, when I um, when I jump in the car, it automatically switches. It, it hooks up the phone into the because they all got the phone system. 
mm. right? So I see the, the phone dash there because I've got one of these dashes that's got all the crap on it. Yeah. You can see the phone and you can dial it with a push button thing and whatnot. And it, it will start playing the last thing I played on my iPhone. So if I was listening to a podcast and I had to leave the house and I have to unplug it, I go into the car and it just it recommences where I last left off. Yeah, right. I have to switch manually to a, to radio if I want to watch the radio, to listen to the radio. Yeah, because oh, the only reason I was asking is because like I can mine does all that sort of stuff, but uh, it pairs to the radio when I jump in the car, and then if I go to the maps or whatever, it starts coming through the it starts coming through the the radio. Yeah, the speakers. Yeah, yeah. It does it? I do that too. So it gives me instructions over the. It'll it'll over if I'm listening to the radio and it says turn left here. It'll lower the radio and and up the volume of the on the struct on the driving instructions. Oh, mine doesn't. Slightly. Mine doesn't do that. And I want it. Yeah. I want it. I change it. I have to manually do it. So, up and down. Well, no. So that the 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 GPS is coming through the phone while it's still playing the podcast on the radio. Otherwise, I can't hear what's going on. Oh right. No, mine because it's playing. Because it plays it at the same volume. Does it? Yes. Oh, yes. right. No, mine turns down the, the radio automatically. Yeah, right. And then, and then increases the volume on the on the nap mm. on the navigation by about ten percent. All right. And then when that finishes, the, the the radio goes up again to back to its normal volume. All right. Well, Shane Shane's been sitting there just so enthralled all this Apple talk, haven't you, Shane? Have you I actually have because I've been you know, my um Bluetooth in my car does the same thing. It does if I've got, I mean, I've got Android stuff, but if I've got Google Maps going and I've got the radio on, but obviously it's been paired, every time Google Maps wants to talk to me, yeah, Google Maps, the volume goes up and the radio goes down. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Now, Couldn't have it any other way. I'd drive me crazy. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, we were just all uh, excited about Eric's overseas trips, and one of the places that he goes to a lot, as far as I know, is Hong Kong. Is that where you go, Eric? You go to Hong yeah, Kong? Yes, mate, yeah. Yeah, oh, you seen what they're doing with the internet? Yes, mate. Well, uh, mate, they, you know, listen, they, they, they're only just doing it now. Remember the thing I, sh- I sent you to my, a couple of weeks ago? Mm. My, yeah. kid, my daughter's school got a yes. 10 gigabit line into their school at the end of last year. How good's that? That's great. But anyway, Hong Kong has become the first Asian telco to launch a 10 gigabit fibre to the premise services. I it's, love that. Oh, it's set to deliver services to first customers in mid-March. How, how big is Hong Kong in area? Not very. Not, so it's pretty small. That's why they probably can uh, punch this out really fast. Well, the thing is, it's a very small area, um, but there's a lot of people. So in, in Australia, there's, for example, in Australia, for example, there's 23 million people in a country as big as the United States, right? Yeah, right. In Hong Kong, it's the area the size of from here, from Sydney to Penrith. And so 50 kilometres square, just say, or maybe 100 kilometres square. Yeah. That's it. But there's eight million people. Yeah, gee, that's a, that's a few. So you know, here we've got the distance of laying the cable. Mm. That's the issue. That's, that's the you know, issue. lots and lots of cable. That's right. But over there, short distance, but a lot of it. Yeah. So the challenge is similar, just in a different way. Yeah, yeah. Well, Shane was telling me before that his area is uh, starting to get MBN ready. I've gone green. So he's gone gonna, green. He's going to be Well, decided. mine is still black and so is yours, Glenn. I checked yours the other day. Yeah, mine. <laughs> Thanks. I've been checking mine uh, intermittently as well. It's just rubbish. Dude, we're not getting Jack because those communists put the mocker on us the minute they knew, right, liberal voter, liberal voter, liberal voter, put them over there on the other side. Well, do you think, isn't MBN part of infrastructure? 
So that's part of Tone's thing, Infrastructure Prime Minister, MBN, Technology. Yeah, but you've got to remember, too, that there's certain things that they've got to uh, um, carry on with before they start making any changes. And I think they've only been in, the, in what, 18 months. Yeah. Is it 18 months? Yeah, not even. And so they're probably still in the process of, you know, um, going ahead with the plans that were laid out before, you know, that they inherited. So they can't really do anything. Mm. Yeah, I know. It's all rubbish. But anyway, one day, one of these days. Oh, now, yeah, I'll be bloody retired. <laughs> now, look, if you've, you've been listening to us uh, for the last couple of weeks, you would have heard us speak about the Scope IT Education. You can find them at scopeiteducation.com.au. Great sponsors of the show now, uh, for this month at least anyway. So what they guys do is that they're offering primarily business opportunities. So franchise, jump in. And what you can do is have a business in your local area that will teach little kids primary school age to code. Like, how good is that? How unreal is that? Well, all your kids are on iPads and iPhones and Androids and whatever anyway. So it, how well, while they're on there, why not get them started? Now, look, I've just jumped up. I've just pulled up one of these, one of these uh, uh, part of the website here. So it's got here years one and two, all right? Years one and two, introduction to coding principles. So you know, so what? What's that year one? Maybe six years old or something like that. And, uh, and also website design and development, WordPress coding for kids, HTML, CSS coding for kids. Oh, turn it up. I might, I might have to do the course. Coding for might, kids, that's you, mate. Yeah, I might have to, I might have to learn how to do some. But, uh, yeah, so what, so what happens is, yeah, you, you go into the school as your business and, uh, yeah, and do what you will. It uh, sounds great. And apparently they've got a, a lot of response and it's, and, it's, and it's going gangbuster, so well done. Uh, now, what, Glenn, Glenwood... Yes. Um, so you, it's it's a business, in other words, that you know you they set it you up in an area, yes. and then you charge, you know, like a like a school, I suppose. You charge like fees for. That's right. You know, yeah. Right. Okay. So there's an enrolment. You do this. It's this yeah. much. That sort of thing. Okay, so I'm guessing right. it's something uh, where it would encompass. Well, you would hope to to uh, encompass like every child in the grade or whatever that you're at the school for that day. So and it's like a you know you go out you go to after school functions soccer and taekwondo and all this sort of stuff you know you pay your, your money and you do the thing well this is yeah, the it's same. something similar yeah okay so, something, well, that makes sense yeah makes something sense. similar it's all been uh it's all been uh they've sat down and, and made it exact right to fit into the curriculum so right. it's all it's all been scientifically or professionally molded so this is it's through the day it's not after school but it, it's through the, so it's inside the school hours oh so, okay yeah all right so, so you could uh you could get them in there, and but if it was after school, you could have coding for half an hour and then taekwondo for ten minutes. Well, yeah. <laughs> when so you if someone touched your code, you smack him. Yeah. One. When you can't get the program to run, then you go. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you do a bit of taekwondo, but uh, but yeah, but but it, it's a it's a great little concept, and it's built it to uh, work concurrently with the with the schooling. What sort of age group are they? Um... Oh, primary school. All primary school, okay. Yeah. And so obviously as your own but business. high school, because I would have thought that high school you get a big take-up on that. Yeah, well, I think, that the, I think they, they have courses for other things as well, but uh, primarily at this stage, just, uh, just focusing on the primary schools there. And, yeah, they, that's, um, yeah it, it, it sounds great. You know, you can do, it's your business, so you can do your after-school lessons if you want. You can do holiday lessons if you want. You do so whatever, whatever, you want. whatever fits in with the school, for example. That's right, and whatever fits in with the A lot of schools with. might be a little bit, well, hang on a minute. We've got to meet New South Wales government guidelines on a certain amount of hours doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah. How can we fit this in? Uh, offer it after school, like yeah. piano lessons or 
you know, or, you know, because there's Whatever. heaps of after-school activities, let's yeah. face it. Yeah. But this, this might as well be one of them, I reckon. Yeah, but this is designed also but primarily to actually get inside the school because you want to you be at one school a day and, and, and teach for the whole day. But anyway, if you want to know any more, go scopeiteducation.com.au and I'm sure they will be delighted to tell you more. All right. Now, whereabouts were we up to? Oh, how about this one? This one's come up before for all the little... Uh, tinfoil hat wearers out there the uh, u.s government can spy on and sabotage computers i think we yeah we had this (laughs) we had this one before i think uh not too long ago it does the rounds once a year yeah do you reckon it's fair income i'll tell you what it's all about first the u.s government has developed spyware to uh designed to invade your computer and sit on your hard drives firmware watching everything you do according to a report from kaspersky lab the spyware is found deep Deep, deep within the computers of government and military institutions, as well as computers of telecommunications companies. So blah, blah, blah. Uh, Kaspersky's research shows the spyware works on most major hard drives, uh, including those from Western Digital, Seagate, Samsung, Toshiba, Micron, and now IBM. What if your hard drive is encrypted? Ah, Well, this is, well, I suppose... Because it might be able to get in there, but it can't read anything. But if it's encrypted, it's encrypted at the firmware level. So where is the encryption key held? Well, I've got it. Yeah, but the drive must know about it. No, it's just sitting on the cloud. Yeah, so I'm not smart enough to answer that question. Because with uh, <laughs> Apple, you can encrypt your drive. Right. Your hard drive. Mm-hmm. But, if, um, but it can be... And your key can be held in the... In, your key can be held... Uh, in the but cloud. your data isn't going up to the cloud to be unencrypted and come back down. No, it's not. It's encrypted on my drive. Yeah, so if it's on your drive, the drive at some stage will have to know what that key is. Yes, it's always reading. It's reading. It's always constantly reading. Yeah, so if the drive knows at some stage what that key is, then you would think that the drive knows what the key is and because that this little virus apparently is in the firmware. So if this virus can get into my iCloud account, then it will it will know what my key is as well. But I well if the iCloud account is on a drive say <laughs> that the virus is on. No, my iCloud account's in the cloud. But it's on a hard drive. A hard drive in Cupertino, yeah. Yes. But which might have this thing in it. Oh, I doubt it they'll get into Apple. But Apple, oh. Apple don't make hard drives. Yes, they do. Oh, they don't make them, right? Okay. Yeah. So they. Yeah, but they, they. I think they had. They probably know how to protect them. Yeah, but you. I can, would hope. But actually, you, no. A few months ago, wasn't there a break-in? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute. Backtrack. So according to uh, Neowin, which is the the dudes that sort of did this story, Western Digital, Seagate, and Micron said they had no knowledge of such spyware existing on their devices on their devices. So. Question begs: How does it get there? Uh, so apparently, this thing is on these hard drives. If you well, they it. set up dodgy websites. You know, the CIA would be setting up, you know, porn websites, for example, because they know everyone goes on them. Yeah. Uh, apparently, so I hear. But and, I think. Uh, and but, so when you click on it, it just downloads into your system before you know they know everything about you. But this is put in at the manufacturing. This is in the firmware. This is. How in, can they do that though? Well, that's right. That's the thing. How? That's the. That's They've got the, some dude 
with a hat and glasses and an overcoat walking around Seagate factory. That's right, yeah. Giving little, little, you know, underarm. <laughs> they they do what the, they um they do the same thing that they do with the the network gear. They intercept the truck and and then put the dodgy stuff in, and then the truck keeps going. There was mm. a story about um Cisco equipment, I think, being intercepted by the NSA or, or one of those That's things, right. and the actual yeah. truck was being pulled over. It just rolls rolls over. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was the routers, wasn't it? They were having yeah. the little chips put in or something. But yeah, so if you think that you've got one of these, if you if you think you got one of these infected firmware hard drives, you can't get rid of it. I'm gonna. I think I might go black. Yeah. I might go dark. I think. Yeah, go. <laughs> go black. I'll go dark. Go get a tan. Go to, go to darknet. Yes. Oh, well, talking about. Oh, look, I've got another internet story. Yeah, but look, we better we better go over to Shane and let him get through some of his stuff. Uh, what is, what have you got to talk about, Shane? I've only had a couple of stories, so you know, fit me in whenever you can. I will start with though. The Facebook has taken out a patent to cleverly advertise to just the important people. Basically, back in two thousand and eleven, I think it was, they took out a patent where, um, in a nutshell, what they do is instead of just looking at clicks and likes and all that kind of stuff, where which is the the, the um the road that Google and Microsoft and Yahoo went down, what these guys do is they look at the people that actually produce the, the – that get the likes. So like something – a story will go out on, on Facebook. It will bubble away a little bit and then all of a sudden it will take off. And then they look at the people that actually have made the story kind of take off and how important they are and the, you know, the people that, that are in their network. So they're classed as the influencers and then the person who actually first posted the story or the article or whatever it was, they're classed as the experts. So what they're doing is they're marketing, they've worked out a way of actually now marketing or advertising to these experts and these um, influencers or in a nutshell celebrities. Uh, and yeah, like I said, in 2011 I think they took the, the patent out. And people like Microsoft and, and Google and Yahoo have jumped on the bandwagon. But what they've done is they've just gone, okay, just let, let's look at likes. And as soon as a like kind of, you know, whoever's got the most likes, that's obviously a person of influence or, or an important person. Whereas, like I said, what Facebook have done, they've looked at when the actual thing kind of takes off and who the person was as, is the initiator of the actual story taking off. So if you're if you're a uh, a trendsetter, you're going to get smashed with ads because every because they'll be wanting to push as many ads in front of your face as possible. Correct. Well, Excellent. I, yeah. <laughs> yes. I was. I I jumped onto. I loaded up Outlook.com again today for something. Did you? Just out of the out of the blue. Yes. I wanted to. Why would you do that? Well, I'm trying to move off Gmail. Yes. Um, I just don't like the interface. And Me neither. I I'm, think it's very basic, and it looks like you're stuck in 1995. Yeah, I'm just trying to get off it, and I like the Outlook.com interface. And um, yeah, and I, I, but I just didn't like the ad. They've got big ads down the side now, haven't they? Down there. It's, oh, they're going all hot. They got yeah. It's, it's yeah. hotmail. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but look, it's still something I could probably put up with. Uh, but yeah, it's a big change because I've got years of emails on the on the. Uh, if you're on email. IMAP, mate. You got uh, your Gmail's yeah. IMAP. If you just go use your, an Outlook um, program on your desktop, it'll just drag all that stuff in. 
I tried that. I just didn't like the way that Outlook Desktop handled conversations. You know, I just really. Yeah. What well, do you like to tag conversations? Oh, I like to get the history and stuff. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I hate all that. Yeah, like if I'm if I if I've got a running conversation with you in an email, well, I'd like to be able to just easily just scroll back through the history of it. You know, right. r- rather than having to find a sure, pre- there's not a way. Well, there, look, I'm going to have another look at it. Um, yeah, look, I'm going to have another look at it. I will, I will. But I, I just, I just loaded up Outlook.com just for something to do. And I know the mail app, the mail app on a MacBook or a MacBook Pro, you know, a laptop or a desktop, has conversations on their mail app like you're looking for. Yes. Yeah, so look, I'll have to give it another shot, but I, I just wanted to try and get off the Gmail. So what I did was I set up a little forwarder from the Gmail to the Outlook, so everything that pops into Gmail, exactly same copy goes into Outlook, and I'll just yep. get a feel for it, see if I can if I can yeah. sort yeah. it out. Uh, all right, what else have I got here? I was going to talk to you about the internet. Here we go. What have I got here? That's something about the internet. HTTP2. We all know HTTP. Now there's version two. It's supposed to speed up the web, and apparently this is the for the first time in 16 years there's been a change to um, the HTTPs. <laughs> the new version. Why? Just explain why it's going to make it faster. How? The new version of the hypertext transfer protocol is all done, completed, and in its little jar, ready to be shipped. It's currently being scrutinised on the RFC editor, and will shortly be assigned an RFC number, and be published. So that means it can become the standard protocol from the web. The last update to HTTP came 16 years ago. So that makes it about 1999 with the HTTP 1.1. So since then, we've all been using this outdated method of uh, web building and web surfing. And finally, it's time to change. So all it should after 16 years. Everything else changes in like six months. While still retaining the same APIs as the HTTP, I think too many T's in that, allowing developers to work effortlessly with HTTP 2 brings many benefits to to the web in general. The biggest change... Uh, for web users, is for those of you who stress out over the web server strain, is HTTP2 reduces the cost of page requests. This means faster load time for users and ends to worrying about pages crashing from too many requests. HTTP2 should also reduce the strain on servers and networks as reduced number of uh, connections being made. It allows for servers to push content to users, allowing them to proactively send things to a user's cache for future use, once again lowering the load times. So, so it's all coming. Apparently, and to answer your question, Eric, I don't know exactly how, what makes it fast. I suppose the caching probably helps. Uh, what if it's that? old information? Is it updated? Uh, like if I went to you know City Morning Herald yeah. site yesterday and it's cached, right? Yeah. Then I want to do it today. I don't want to read yesterday's news. Oh, it would be. Yeah. I'm hoping that it would already have been recognised. That okay, I'll drag that in and I'll replace what's new. Yeah. It surely, surely would. Otherwise, it wouldn't wouldn't be working. There'd be no no point. But, uh, well, I actually, you know what? In a way, I'm hoping that this doesn't come out. You know, I'll tell you why. Because if it does, and things actually get faster, the government's got no incentive then to drag out the MBN. Um, if everything's going to be faster, yeah. then you think, oh well, we can we don't have to worry anymore. We can well, everyone can go back on copper 1.5. Oh, yeah, well, look, I think they're still going to. They will still yeah, I know, through. but think about it. There's no incentive, is there? Well, it depends how far. Maybe we're not. We're probably not talking heaps faster. Like uh, we're probably probably talking a little bit faster. 
Port. It's mainly also web pages, which is where that protocol gets used. So web pages are pretty much loading as fast as they as we can humanly recognize anyway. Um, so it's not going to make any difference to things like streaming um, unless it goes over the HTTP protocol, which currently it doesn't. Yeah. Um, YouTube some will... Someone will work that out eventually. Yeah, YouTube will probably be a benefit because that is a web-based thing, but things like Skype's not HTTP. Um, other sort of applications like Skype, you know, the other stuff that we've used in the past, um, that's not HTTP-based, so that won't get any benefit out of it. Mm. Well, apparently you can. It's in uh, test. Is in testing. You can grab a grab it and play with it if you if you want to. Uh, you can use Chrome, the latest Chrome. Uh, there's instructions in the show notes, but you pretty much go to Chrome, download a version of Chrome, and you add a little bit to the starting the start instruction in Chrome and the command line, and it will work in HTTP two. It, look, it's a it's a bit much out of my realm. It's, I'm just. Just want to let you know about it. That was all. But, uh, but yeah, it's coming. And there it goes. So good on it. All right. Uh, what do we got next? Oh, Microsoft. They've, you know how they've joined Dropbox? You can stuff your, stuff your Microsoft Office 365 stuff and whatever up in the Dropbox. Well, now they've integrated with... What? what? Start again? What? Well, you know how <laughs> <laughs> Office, you can upload your, your data, your files yes. to uh, Office 365 Cloud. Or OneDrive, whatever you want to call it. Yes. Uh, they've teamed up with Dropbox. So yes, and how does that work? Oh, it'll be integrated. So when you go to save something, it'll go save where? Save it into OneDrive, save into Dropbox. Oh, you can choose? Yes. Yep. So if I go into Microsoft Word, it'll give me an option? Yes. Okay. Well, well, I'm not, well depends what... Well, not as such. Let me Let me finish. Please explain. Let me finish. Please, ex- please explain. So Microsoft has unveiled the, in- the latest integration of its Office apps uh, are now integrating with the Apple's iCloud. So, so your Office apps on your iPhone will be able to utilize your iCloud space to save stuff into. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that I, can, that I, know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So the, so, so the similar thing. But only, of- on your, only on your phone, though? Uh, as far as I know. Uh, the- because it would be good if you could work it. At- on your desktop as well. Yeah, it's only it's only saying about Microsoft Office apps. Um, so I'd say that's only pretty much on the phone. Okay. I thought I had a little picture here. Uh, let's see if I can push this up here. So the Microsoft Office app users with iOS 8 will be able to edit and back up their files to iCloud for Word, Excel and PowerPoint. Uh, and as I said, in November, Microsoft unveiled a similar partnership with Dropbox, allowing mobile users on the iPad, iPhone, and Android smartphones and tablets to access Dropbox from Apple mobile apps. So it's only from your mobile right. app at this stage. Okay. But I mean, See, like, once again, Microsoft make it extremely confusing. Yeah, but I mean, at this, like, if it's, I can't see where why it wouldn't be integrated in the future. Like, obviously. If Apple's got their APIs out there and Microsoft's use, using them for apps, I wonder if they would work on a desktop. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, don't know. We'll, we'll watch this watch this space. But keeping in tune with that, we've got Microsoft Trademarks Windows 365. So there you go. While the adoption of the subscription-based Windows wasn't discussed at the recent event, you know, when they did that Windows 10 shebang it certainly appears to be something microsoft is investigating the company has registered a trademark for windows 365 uh, which suggests that at least the same relation so 
they're suggesting Office 365, Windows 365, so maybe a subscription model for Windows. I looked at Windows365.com. Uh, some joker won 61000 for it. I'm sure that's going to go up. Right. What about, um, did they say they're giving away Windows 10? Yeah, for I think it's for people who have Windows 8 and maybe yeah, Windows 7. That's me. 7 that's and 8. Because yes. I'm a legend. Yes, that is you. Don't know about the second part. So. No, that's that's also true. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so well, that'd be good because, I look, I can't wait for Windows 10. I want to format this computer, but I don't want to do it before Windows 10 comes. Have I you got a, um, uh, have you downloaded a, um, what you call it? A beta of it? I did, yes. Yeah. Did you run it? I yep. ran it on a virtual machine. It's all right. Yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah. I haven't played with it too much, uh, but it looks all right. It ran it's all right. It's pretty quick. Yeah, I had it running on a virtual machine. I had it, it was sort of a bit under the pump. So I was running on a virtual machine with one gig of RAM. Right. right. And it was screaming. Yeah, okay. Well, that's good to know. Well, that's good. That's good. So I just, because you can adjust the RAM on a virtual machine. You know, yeah. how much RAM do you want to give it? I've got, it's on, it was on my Mac. I've got, got a total of 16 gig RAM on my Mac. I gave it one. Right. No problem. Yeah, well, my, my uh, machine, I think it's got about eight gig in it, but I've, I had two other things, two other machines running at the same time, and it sort of was a little bit laggy, but it still worked, and um, yeah, it look, it'll be good. I can't wait. I'm going to throw it straight onto this machine. As soon as it comes out, as soon as I get it, I'm, I'm throwing it on. Can't wait. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, Very good. Did you have anything else, Eric? Uh, no, I am done. I'm all Apple Car today. All right. What about you, Shane? I think you might have had one more hanging around. I do. Yeah, it's a pretty lengthy story, but at the same time, it's not really heavy techy. Um, after a number of delays, the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration, the FAA, today, which was the other day, officially announced its proposed rules for small commercial drones. The proposed rules are pretty straightforward and more lenient than expected. But while they are open, uh, while they have opened up a number of cases, they are still strict enough to make impractical to operate the kind of delivery drones Amazon and others were hoping. Basically, the rules are: pilots will have to pass a knowledge test, but not a practical test, to get a newly developed drone operator license, and will have to be vetted via the TSA, the Transport um, Safety. Administration, I think it is, or authority. Uh, why, not a, have to why not a bloody a, practical mate? test? Like, these things will fall out of the sky, hit you on the head. <laughs> What's going Apparently. on? Why, why uh, not it, a... it gets better as it goes on. They'll have to take a recurrent test every 24 months, every two years, and be at least 17 years old, so yeah, kids won't be flying around. Uh, pilots will only be allowed to fly during the day. Light hours must be able to the sea drone at all times although they can also use a second person as like a spotter. Uh, once the operator has uh, this licence, um, it will apply to all the, all small drones, so it's not like you're only licensed to fly your own drone. Uh, the FAA will require drone pilots to get, will not require pilot, drone pilots to get a private or commercial pilot's licence, um, and operators will not have to pass a medical exam, so that's one good thing. Commercial drones will only be allowed to fly under 500 feet and no faster than 100 miles an hour or 160 k's an hour. Oh, uh, slow down. <laughs> drones will have to be registered with the FAA. Flights over people are prohibited and visibility has to be over 3 miles or 4.8 kilometres. 
Drones can fly auto autonomously, but all other regulations like line of sight and maximum height, etc., still apply. And the pilot has to be able to take manual control at all times. Yeah. And the FAA is also considering to create a separate category for very small drones under 4.4 pounds or 2 kilos. Look, this is all going to end in tears. All this drone yeah, oh business, yeah. it's gonna, they're going to fall out of the sky, they're going to ram up someone's bum or something and hit them on the head, knock them out, bloody do whatever. They're, it's going to end in tears. It's, a, it's, a, it's going to... It's lawsuits it's an accident everywhere. waiting to happen, you reckon? Lawsuits everywhere. I can't understand them. Yeah, but so um, get I'd, your lawyers ready. Yeah, I'd like one though. Be good. All right. Yeah, same <laughs> Where can I get one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I think that's about all the stories we got this week. Uh, there wasn't too much going on, was there? Not really too much Aussie sort of uh, concentrated stories. We but, don't do um, anything in this country. No, not too much. Just uh, saw Malcolm Turnbull on Q and A. Oh, that left wing. We won't say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's oh, a traitor. Oh, but no, look. he's a plant. He's a socialist plant. <laughs> he's dying for the job. He's not going to get it. Jo- Jonesy's Jonesy's kept it. Your end. Oh, of Jonesy, didn't he give it to him <laughs> a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> he, he kept it up. To, uh, um, he kept your spirits high, Eric, didn't he? Like who was he? Who was he going in for? Chris Bowen or someone? Oh, he went Chris Bowen the other night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's an idiot. Chris Bowen is an idiot. Yeah. Never had a real job in his life. Are you listening? Probably not. You should be. You might learn something. Idiot. I, I don't actually mind him. I think oh, he, well, come he, on. he speaks well. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything, mate. So did Kevin Rudd. Yeah, I know. But, but that doesn't mean I, I, I agree or disagree. So I, does I, Barack Obama. Like and the United States have got $3 trillion in debt. That doesn't mean anything, mate. <laughs> Maybe Apple could bail him out. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Don't get me started. No, we're going to go before. I'm sorry I brought AJ up. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> now, last minute of the day, before you go to bed, have some berries. Oh, isn't that another joke? I ate have them. Have some berries. I ate them berries. I'll tell you what, before you have the berries, though, I might just go out the back, water them with sewerage water, yeah. and then I'll put them in a bag, freeze them, and give them to you. <laughs> send them up. <laughs> yeah, send them up. Yeah, but... And we'll pay double. We'll, ex- we'll export all our berries, which are clean. Yeah. And buy your berries for twice the price, yeah, which are filthy. Because, like, we uh, for Christmas we got this U Butte little blender, you know, that makes all the the shakes, the health shakes, and whatever you put in it. Yes. And yes. so we thought, oh, well, wouldn't it be nice, you know, make some real healthy shakes? So you get know, some berries in there instead of buying the <laughs> instead of buying the punnet of strawberries. There's like twelve bucks of punnet. You know, you got these frozen things that were two dollars for half a kilo or whatever it was. There yeah. You so yeah, we ate some of them. So I'm just I'm just hanging around, waiting to see if I get some hepatitis. So yeah, mate, yeah. Give your mates a call. Hep A, Hep A, Hep A, B, and C. Yeah, well, I've I've had the uh, injections like ages ago, so I should oh, yes, be, I should yes. be right for that. Oh, you should be right. Yeah, I'll be right. But that's just disgraceful. I, I saw that Dick Smith, you know, and he's he's dead set right. He was on the TV the other night, and he's saying he doesn't know understand why people don't buy his foods because apparently they're all made in Australia by Australians. They're a little bit dearer, and the thing was, but it's not that much dearer. No, it used to be twenty years ago. You could go up somewhere and go, well, that's $10 in Australian, and the overseas one, which is similar quality, is $5. So everyone used to buy mm. the $5 one. Mm. Now, though, it's only a small difference in price, but the quality of the overseas stuff is a lot worse than what it used to be. Yeah. So he was saying, or oh, there was some stats come out anyway, and it was saying that uh, over a year, if you were to buy the Dick Smith stuff, you'd probably spend about 10 bucks more over the, the year. Well, whoop you so do. Average, yeah. say average sort of, I don't know where those stats come from, but anyway. But anyway, like, we had some uh, other stuff in the freezer. We've gone through the whole lot, 
and like even the tuna that you know was made in Taiwan or whatever it is, we just chuck it all out. I'm just over it. Like I'm over it. You just it's going to be a big backlash. It's yeah. that buy Australian and don't go to Bali. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I don't really care about the Bali thing. I would never go there anyway. But well, I hate the place. I think it's. I've been there once, never again, and they're going to go. They can go to hell. But yeah. if you're going to go to Bali, don't. No, I wouldn't go. Just, just, just wouldn't go. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Not into that sort of thing. Um, yeah, but uh, the the berries, just crazy stuff. And, and you know, you don't you don't know that these things are washed in raw sewage until you hear about them. And it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah. But anyway, let's get out of here. What a happy note to, to leave. Yeah, everyone. good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> have we got a have we got an upbeat story? Can we find an upbeat story? Upbeat. Uh up, upbeat story. Oh, ja- uh, Jamie. Yes. Flip yes. phones are beating Apple in Japan. <laughs> you and Jamie There's Oliver's website was hacked and taken down. There you go. So there you go. Oh, good oh, on Jamie. Oh. Good on Jamie Oliver. He's cooked up a storm. All right. Oh, I've got to watch Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. That's a great show. I'll be on to that too. All watch right. the Gogglebox last night. Oh. oh, no. How'd you go with um, that? It, it wasn't, yeah. And it's obviously not, you know, it's not going to stretch your intelligence or anything, but it's, it's I good. Think to, it's the, yeah. I think it's actually going to detract from it. Oh, <laughs> I watched a bit of that. I could think of nothing more boring. I'd rather stick needles into yes. my toenails. Than watch any more of that. Oh, what a waste God. of time. Horrible. <laughs> it's good for that. <laughs> oh, no, Shane, no. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks to uh, remember ATHwebhosting.com.au, scopeiteducation.com.au. Don't forget the Facebook.com forward slash Aussie Tech Eds, YouTube.com forward slash Aussie Tech Eds, the webpage, the show notes, the Aussie Tech Radio.com 24 7 Shoutcast Radio. You love it. Shane loves it. Eric loves it. He listens to it on his tune-in radio in the car. Yeah, mate. All the, all the good stuff. So until next week, uh, have a good week. I hope we're still here. I hope the wind doesn't blow me away. Uh, we'll see you then. See you, Eric. See you, Shane. Bye, everyone. Uh, see, see you. See you all later. Ta-da. All right. Lovely. Who have we got in the lounge? Oh, it's been going off. Who's in there? Milo. That's all blah, blah, blah. Eric. Cables, cabes, cabes, crap. Widescreen, that's better. I'm watching. Hello, Milo, Bummer, Buffering. Poodlanix is in there, similar to that Samsung kit. Osmos, Sid. Are we happy with a billion? Oh, yeah, who wouldn't tell so? Coming to Sydney, Tesla. Already are. Oh, 4G dropped out. 10 gig, gigabit. I'm actually watching tonight. Damn ads. Yeah, I don't know what brings the ads in. Look, I did have a look at some other streaming services. There's not too many around. Ustream's about it. I might have to go back live stream. PA's back. I think the local cell tower dropped out. Someone's censored. What's this? Mon Mongrel Gear. Ready to fly packages. Phantom. What's that? That's probably on top of the story I did about the drones. Oh, right. It's hard to tell it's actually made half and half important. That's the Aussie stuff. Yeah, I know. It's rubbish. All right. Thanks, Milo. All right. Thanks, streamers. We'll, uh, Thank you all. We'll see you guys next week, hopefully. Thanks for coming in. All right. Ciao.